This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Sports Criminals March Madness Special. Every day in March, we're counting down the top 31 sports scandals of the past 31 years. In 1996, week one of the Summer Olympics in Atlanta concluded with a celebration in Centennial Park. The excitement of thousands quickly turned into chaos when a pipe bomb filled with nails exploded. For more shocking sports events from history, tune in right here every day to our March Madness special. Listen free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. July 27th, 1996, Atlanta, Georgia. The first week of the Summer Olympics had concluded and the energy in the city was buzzing. At Centennial Park, Jack Mack and the heart attack jammed on stage in front of a thousand-person crowd for a late-night concert. Around 1.20 a.m., 33-year-old Richard Jewell, an event security guard, spotted an unattended green backpack underneath a park bench. Suspicious. Jewell informed a nearby agent with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Within minutes, they began ushering people away from the backpack. Then, the unthinkable happened. Welcome to Sports Criminals, a ParCast original. This is the seventh episode in our March Madness special. This month, we're counting down the top 31 sports scandals from 1990 to 2020. I'm Carter Roy. And I'm Tim Johnson. In today's episode, we are going back to 1996 and the Centennial Park bombing during the Atlanta Summer Olympics. At around 1 a.m. on July 27th, the Atlanta police received an anonymous tip that, in 30 minutes, a bomb would go off in Centennial Park. Roughly 20 minutes later, a pipe bomb filled with nails exploded. Two people died as a result. 44-year-old Georgia native Alice Hawthorne was killed by shrapnel, and 40-year-old Turkish cameraman Mela Ozanyal suffered a fatal heart attack. Over 100 more were injured when the smoke cleared. In the days that followed, the man that discovered the bomb, Richard Jewell, was treated as a hero. Thanks to his sharp eye and quick action, he was able to prevent the explosion from taking more lives. But three days after being hailed a savior, Jewell turned into the villain. On July 30th, Kathy Scruggs, a reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, claimed that the FBI was considering Jewell a suspect. The report caused a media circus. The narrative suddenly changed, and Jewell was accused of planting the bomb himself so that he could be a hero. Jewell was something of a loner who lived with his mother. He had developed an obsession with becoming a member of law enforcement and was even arrested for impersonating a cop. He bounced from one security guard gig to another and was fired more than once for being overzealous on the job. And to make matters even worse for Jewel, when the feds searched his house, they discovered hollowed-out grenades and a gun collection. 
But in the months-long investigation into Jewel, the FBI was unable to find any direct evidence that linked him to the bombing. In October of 1996, the Department of Justice announced that Jewel was no longer a suspect. As the FBI continued their hunt for the true terrorist, three more bombings occurred in the year that followed. An abortion clinic and lesbian bar near Atlanta were targeted, as well as an abortion clinic in Birmingham, Alabama. Similarities in the explosives linked them with Centennial Park, and soon, investigators had a suspect, Eric Robert Rudolph. Rudolph spent five years on the run. He was finally captured on May 31, 2003, in North Carolina while rifling through a dumpster. Two years later, he pleaded guilty to all four bombings. He justified the attacks as anti-abortion demonstrations. Rudolph is currently spending the rest of his life in prison. Rudolph's 2005 confession was a sigh of relief for Richard Jewell. For nearly a decade, he had fought to clear his name that was still damaged by the media circus. In the years that followed, Jewell sued various news outlets for libel. NBC News, CNN, and the New York Post all settled with him out of court. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution fought Jewell for years. In 2007, 44-year-old Richard Jewell died from medical issues relating to a recent diabetes diagnosis. His New York Times obituary aptly named him the Hero of Atlanta Attack. Thanks for listening to Sports Criminals March Madness. We'll be back tomorrow with next year's scandal. You can catch our other episodes of Sports Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.